T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Obviously, things did not go the Warriors' way down in Los Angeles. They got another slow start, which is just a calling card of this season for this basketball team. Then, when it looked like it was going to kind of get buried, Steph Curry caught a little fire there, had himself a fourth quarter. I guess that is a good sign as the Warriors continue a road trip that will basically take them through this week. They'll be back on Saturday, I believe, to take on the Milwaukee Bucks at home. And really, Ray, we've been breaking down this season, the remaining bits of it, into just little bits and pieces and chapters that they need to get through. And really, as I look at what the Warriors have in front of them, they've got three tough games coming up here and need to go 2-1. and one. Two and one, somehow, any way possible, and their next three games would be all right by me, and I really don't care how you do it, because either way, there's something good, there's something bad. You got games at Oklahoma City, at Memphis, and then you're coming home to the Milwaukee Bucks. These are not uh, just easy bites at the apple for the Warriors, because the first two bites are on the road, and that's always tough. Yeah, two on the road, which I think we all know what that means, and then the hottest team in basketball. Those are your choices. And um, the one thing about last night that I found interesting was that this was a game in which they didn't defend poorly. No. And I think that's probably the best takeaway for them, which is they went on the road and they just didn't get bullied. It looked like they were going to, and then they, you know, and it wasn't the offense that, that did it ultimately. It was they started to get some stops. And that's how they're going to win. It's not going to be because they're going to amaze people with their offensive prowess. That's not who they are anymore. Even with Curry, they're not going to be able to play games in the 130s and survive for very long. So, in one way, that was important for them. In another way, and Steve Kerr alluded to this stat, which I had not even considered. The Warriors at home allow teams to shoot 32% from the field, which is the best, which frankly is the best number in the league and is comparable to what the Houston Rockets would shoot. On the road, they allow teams to shoot 40%, which is by far the worst number in the league and would represent that if you were, you know, if you were the best shooting team in basketball, you couldn't get to 40. They were they allowed the, the, the uh, Lakers to go 11 for 33. So those two things allow them to go on to Oklahoma City feeling okay. Not great, because they have other issues, but 
there are going to be nights when they just don't shoot well. And that was sort of what we were looking at. They didn't shoot particularly well, and the Lakers shot better than they expected the Lakers to shoot. Let's be totally honest. There are teams to close out violently hard on on the three-point line, and then there are other teams that you're you're actually happy with them taking a three-point shot. The Lakers don't have much of a shooter's roster. So inviting them to take the three is not your worst defensive decision. The Warriors got caught with an open-door invitation, and too many of those threes were knocked down. Well, they weren't knocking down enough. The Warriors had a bad night from the floor. They were only 39% from the field in Los Angeles. But like you said, they only gave up 113 points, which is the new 105 in the NBA. It really is. There, Everything needs to be adjusted for modern times. Anytime the Warriors are holding their opponent under 115 points, they have done the job defensively, especially if that number comes from a road total. So it, it, I kind of agree with you. I, I see I see some positives to take away from a team that is all out of mulligans and good-feeling losses. It's, that's official, too. But there were some to- positives to take away. And, and let's be totally honest here. The Warriors let Anthony Davis have a time machine game on them. And when Davis hits those time machine games, all of a sudden the Lakers become a little something different, don't they? When he's dialed in, they make sense. Yeah. Uh, He had 39-8-6 with two blocks, and then you had Jared Vanderbilt playing big ball with 13 rebounds. When I looked, it was over. It felt like he had a big impact on the game. He did. He was plus 25, a game best plus 25. Um, The Warriors shot themselves out of a chance to win. They fell in love with a three-point shot. And uh, they died by it. They were 18 of 52. And, you know, that is a couple weeks ago I was saying, man, you take three or four of those shots and turn them into drives to the rim. Maybe that's a layup. Maybe that's a free throw attempt. But it's not just yet another missed three, which is the best way to start a fast break for another team. Yeah, and the the number that was most telling about why they lost the game was the Lakers, who are not a big team, but they're bigger than the Warriors. 40 points in the paint. They make the Warriors look small, man. They really do. The Lakers look big when they're playing the Warriors. Yeah, I mean, and they're not, by any means, a prototypically big team the way Minnesota is or the way um, Denver is. But they got to play big last night. I mean, I think, you know, Kavon Looney had one of those games where he was essentially bullied, got into foul trouble early. Uh, Draymond Green, decent game, but again, fought with foul trouble. Um, and Jonathan Kaminga was essentially invisible. Well, and he can't be that. I'm talking about defensively. So you can make the argument about, you know, he did this and he did that, but in the areas where his difference would have been most felt, it wasn't there. Jonathan Kaminga did have a bad game. He was just two of 10 from the field, he only got 13 minutes, and to me, that, to me, is the biggest disappointment of the entire evening, even though he was having a bad game. I think Jonathan Kaminga's earned enough leash to be left in a game that he's not excelling in. Because what are we trying to do here? Getting Jonathan Kaminga to play better minutes is more important to the Warriors than just getting Andre Iguodala to play. I really believe that. And Andre Iguodala is going to play, you would hope, some sort of reasonable role 
that will justify his existence on this team. I don't know what that is, though, yet. Are you telling me that he's going to be the guy who's going to shut down LeBron or shut down Kevin Durant or shut down Jokic? And I don't think he, you know, who, who is Jonathan Kaminga that guy? He's not the perfect build guy to be that guy, but he's more that guy than I think Andre Iguodala is at this point in his phase. Jonathan Kaminga just basically played a major role beating the Pelicans and Clippers. I could even argue that he was key in winning those games. And so for Iguodala and Steph Curry to come back into the room, and that means, hey, Kaminga, you go from very important piece that's functioning highly to 13 minutes, you're out of rhythm, and we won't give you an opportunity to catch any rhythm either. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Let's see what it looks like going here forward. Kaminga, again, Kaminga screamed, it's not my night. Throughout a lot of the phases of that game, he was a blow-by defender. He was not pulling his weight offensively either. Well, and I also, but he needs time. Okay, but this isn't the time where you get time. Oh well, what if is? you're if you're you're in the final sixteen to eighteen games of the year? Right. Well, we we pissed so, away the first fifty. Well, no, they didn't piss it away. Kaminga got more run than any of the other young guys because he'd earned it. Last night he didn't earn it, and frankly. If that was the game he was going to give you in 13 minutes, it was going to it wasn't going to get much better. And I don't think Iguodala would have played 14 minutes if if uh, if Kaminga had not been, you know, so bad last night. And again, I'm talking about defensively. I mean, the, the, his offensive numbers are of no interest to me. What are you doing to help shore up your team's defense? And last night he wasn't. He wasn't that guy. So I get why he only played 13 minutes. It's not about working out the kinks because he's played the whole year. So when he's going to have a game like this, and let's face it, Anthony Davis embarrassed a lot of people last night. Um, I think Steve Kerr looked and says, he's not, he's overmatched tonight. And he's going to hurt us the more I play him. And on and, and feeling himself, Anthony Davis... Is a tough matchup for the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. He's a tough matchup for everyone when he's really feeling himself. And he, he felt himself. That was maybe his best game of the year that he played against the Warriors. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.